0: This podcast is brought to you by Pastor Shelley Swan and Faith Christian Family Church of Lubbock, Texas. For more information, please visit
1: faithchurchlubbock.com.
0: So glad that you're here. Yes, when you came in tonight, you should have received this bright orange handout. If you did not get one, our ushers are in between the offering. If you'll raise your hand up. We've got some ushers coming and they'll give you one of these. The reason I do this is because I always think if you can see it and you can write it and you're hearing it, hopefully you're going to remember it. Okay. And there's, I'm going to start with telling you this teaching is the most thing I've given the most advice about. I'm going to say without, with the exception of telling people they need to have their hearts right with God. Read their Bible, come to church. This is the most thing that I've given advice about to people, and that's having healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries. It affects every relationship you have. From your relationship with yourself, you need to have boundaries. From your relationship with family, your husband, your kids, your grandkids, moms, dads, sisters, you need to have boundaries at work. And so, I want to give you a little... I'm going to show you a little movie clip that is going to illustrate sometimes someone that doesn't have good boundaries. This is from the movie. uh, The women probably have seen it. It's called 27 Dresses. So watch this.
1: Uh, So I'm just trying to figure out why you decided to meet with me. I mean, you've been ducking me and then all of a sudden... My little sister's getting married. Ah, before you. That's not what I'm upset about. And
0: what are you upset about?
1: Uh... You don't know, Tess. She's going to want
0: me to do everything. I'm not going to just be her maid of honor. I'm going to be taking care of everything.
1: So why don't you just say no? What? Say no.
0: You have said no to people before, haven't you?
1: Yes, of course. Many, many
0: times in this situation. Never once. Bobby, you want to say no. (laughs) But I can't. It's my sister. (laughs) So you can see he's like, just say no. And she's like, oh, yeah, uh uh-huh. And then she's like, I can't. So many of us, because of the dysfunction in our society, our boundaries are not in healthy places. And so I want to take you to the word of God. Let's look at Genesis chapter 1. So very easy to find in your Bible. Genesis chapter 1, very first book of the Bible, very first chapter, God set in order healthy boundaries. He demonstrated this for us. In Genesis chapter 1, I'm going to read verses 27 and 28. And it says, so God created human beings in his own image. So we're like him. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. So we are like him. He made us to do what he did. Verse 28, then God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth in government, rain over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry on along the ground. So made in the image of God, we were created to take responsibility for certain tasks. So there's your first blank. I'm not going to tell you the whole time, but it's up here. So where you're going to fill in, he created us to take responsibility for certain things. He said, these are the things that I want you to do. See, part of taking responsibility or ownership of something is knowing what is our job and what isn't our job. Okay? Knowing what is our job and what isn't our job. And from that movie clip of Jane in the, in the 27 Dresses movie, her core problem and most of our problem as well is taking ownership of our lives. Most of us have a problem taking ownership of our lives. See, in Jane's desire to do the right thing, to avoid conflict, to help people, she ends up taking on problems that God never intended her to take on. Thus how she ended up with 27 bridesmaids dresses in her closet. For those of you who haven't seen the movie, And so many of us end up with a lot of things in our lives, in our closets, in our hearts, doing things for others that we should not be taking ownership of, okay? So many, so many people struggle with this. So God created us to take ownership, but we have to determine what is my responsibility, and I should be taking ownership of this, and what is not my responsibility. And I take my hands off. And I let someone else take their ownership. You see this a lot of times happening with children. Okay. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. It's it's difficult. That line gets blurry sometimes. But hopefully through this series, through reading the word of God, that we're going to learn some principles on how we establish those healthy boundaries around our lives and what they look like. So any confusion... And there's a lot of confusion in our world today. Any confusion of responsibility and ownership in our lives is a problem of boundaries, okay? So just as homeowners, how many of you own a home? Raise your hand if you own a home. Just as homeowners, people that own a house, they set physical property lines around their land. We bought a new house last summer. It wasn't brand new, but we new for us. And there's so many things you have to do. They have to do surveys, even though, even if a house is just built and they've already surveyed it, they go back and they survey those lines to make sure this is your property. In fact, at our old house, um, we struggled with the yard because we had these big oak trees and y'all know what that does to grass. You can't really grow grass because there's so much shade and our next door neighbor didn't have as much shade and he wanted a real nice Lawn, so you know what he did? He, he wanted to plant a new lawn and redo his, and he put in a concrete strip between our boundary line, our property line, and his. And he was, he was kind. They were very nice neighbors. He came over and said, I'm sorry to have to do this, but they recommended it because we had one kind of grass that didn't grow as well because of the shade, and he had this lush green lawn but it identified his property line. So even in the natural, people have physical property lines around their land. We need to set mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual boundaries for our lives to help us distinguish what is our responsibility and what isn't. The inability to set appropriate boundaries at appropriate times with appropriate people can be very destructive in our lives, can cause a lot of problems in our lives. Many sincere Christians struggle. They have a lot of confusion about when it's biblically appropriate to set these limits. Because, you know, you hear people talk about, we should just love and we should just give grace to people. How many of y'all know that sometimes we are to love people, but sometimes people love so much that they, they hurt people. They enable people to continue. I've, I've walked through this. Some of you have heard my story. I had siblings that I had to place some very strong boundaries And um, there was a lot of struggles in my family because uh, my mom struggled with how much do I help my kids? Because you want to love your kids and help them. But when they take that money and they go buy alcohol and they use the money, they're supposed to pay their electric bill on drugs and going out to the pool hall. And then the next week they come back and say, but my electricity got turned off. Many good hearted, Christian people struggle with, okay, where do I draw this boundary line? Where is a healthy boundary line? Where, what is my responsibility and what is not? So that's what we're going to learn. Many clinical psychological symptoms. So things that doctors, psychologists have identified as problems psychologically with people find their root in conflicts with boundaries, and here's some of them depression, anxiety disorders, eating disorders, addictions, impulsive disorders, guilt problems, shame issues, panic disorders, marital struggles, and any kind of relational struggles. So many people have anxiety and, and, and Things that they deal with on the inside. We've never seen a more medicated society than right now. And there's no shame. If you are on medication... Get what help you can and then trust God to get you off of that. And some of that is establishing these healthy boundaries around relationships in your life. I believe it's going to bring some peace to your life. That's one of our points we're going to talk about. See, in the physical world, like I was talking about with the home, fences, there, these boundaries are easy to see. You can see a fence, right? Here's my backyard and here's yours. Signs, sometimes there's a sign that says entering Lubbock County. We know this is, this is the city limits of Lubbock. So there's a sign, that's an easy to see boundary. Walls, sometimes people build a wall. We have a president now who's talking about building walls. Every time we cross over to go to Juarez, to the orphanage, guess what? There's a wall right there. There's a wall there. So that's a boundary line that you can see. Um, you know, sometimes in movies you see there's a moat. We don't really have castles here in the U.S., but sometimes they would have a moat, maybe put alligators in there to keep people away. That's a physical boundary that you can see. A lawn, a hedge, all of these are physical boundaries. And they give the message, this is where my property begins. Wherever that hedge is, that fence, that's where their physical property begins. And you know where it begins and where it ends, okay? The owner of the property then is legally responsible for what goes on, right? If I want my grass to be really green and I want to put fertilizer on it, I can do that. If I want to take out half my yard and put rocks because it's so hard to grow grass, I can do that because it's my property, Okay, it identifies what I need to take ownership of, what's legally responsible. So physical boundaries, next on your paper, physical boundaries mark a visible property line that someone holds the deed to. Everybody got that? I'm trying to like really drive this point in. We all know physical boundaries, what they do, because now we're going to get over to the spiritual and how this applies to us. In the spiritual world, boundaries are just as real, but harder to see. You can't really see a a moat around someone's life. Now, sometimes we can feel they have a wall up, right? You can sense when people have a wall up in their life. Boundaries are just as real in the spiritual, but harder to see. These boundaries define your soul, and they help you to guard it and maintain it. So boundaries are good. They help you to guard it and maintain it, the things in your soul. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. This is a great scripture to memorize. If you're looking for some scriptures that are easy, this is a really good one because it tells us something very basic that we are to do in our lives, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. It says, guard your heart above all else. This is why we need to memorize this one. So above all else, we're to keep guard of our heart. Okay? Why? Because it determines the course of your life. And we all know that. We know those times when we know our heart is hard, or we've got offended with someone, or we've put a wall up with someone. Maybe a lot of times that happens with God, and we know how that affects us. Maybe it's toward our spouse, or toward a child that's hurt us, or someone else that's done something, and and we haven't guarded our hearts, and, and we allow that offense, that hurt to Follow us around for the rest of our lives. And so the Bible's very clear. Guard your heart. Very important above all else. So we're to place boundaries around our heart. So let's talk about, we've made it clear we need boundaries. Let's talk about some of the benefits of boundaries. You've got five benefits. There's a lot more, but these were five I thought of real quick. Number one, boundaries define me. Boundaries define me. They define what is me and what is not me. A boundary shows me where I end and where someone else begins, leading me to a sense of ownership. And like I said, so many times we get that boundary confused. Where I end, this is where my responsibility ends. I've done my Christian duty, I've loved you, and now I'm going to love you enough to let you take ownership now of your property, of your part of your life, okay? So it defines, boundaries define me. Number two, boundaries give me freedom. This is a great benefit. If you find you don't have a lot of freedom in your life, check where your boundaries are in relationships. Do you have healthy relationships? Knowing what I am to own and take responsibility for gives me freedom. See, when I know, it's just like my yard. I don't have to wonder, oh, I wonder if that part of the yard, I'm supposed to mow that. Or is that my neighbor's? Are those weeds, am I responsible for those or are those my neighbor's weeds? So this, when we know that, when it's clearly marked, we're like, yeah, there's freedom because I know this belongs to me. This is mine and I need to deal with it. Number three, boundaries keep me safe and give me security. Boundaries keep me safe and give me security. And you know what? Those two things are basic human needs. Everyone needs to feel safe. And everyone needs security in their lives. This is a cry of the human heart, is to have those two things. And when we don't have them, our lives are not at rest. So there's a study. I don't know if you've heard about it. I was going to tell you about it, but I I found a video that explains it. This is a study of children on a playground and how the freedom that they got when boundaries were brought in. So watch this.
1: The Playground Study. A simple study was conducted to discover the effects of a fence around a playground and the consequent impact it would have on preschool children. Teachers were to take their children to a local playground in which there was no fence during their normal recess hour. The kids were to play as normal. The same group was to be taken to a comparable playground in which there was a defined border designated by a fence. In the first scenario, the children remained huddled around their teacher, fearful of leaving out of her sight. They did not use the full playground space. The later scenario exhibited drastically different results, with the children feeling free to explore within the given boundaries. The overwhelming conclusion was that with a given limitation, children felt safer to explore the playground. Without the fence, the children were not able to see a given boundary or limit, and thus were more reluctant to leave their caregiver. With a boundary, in this case, a fence, the children felt at ease to explore the space. The fence is a visible reminder that they are safe from objects of harm, such as stray dogs, cars, strangers, and the unknown. As long as they remain in that secure environment, they were able to separate from the caregiver and continue to develop in their sense of self, while still recognizing that they were in a safe environment within the limits of the fence.
0: So, two things. The children felt safe when there was a boundary line. And I love that, that they, they could play all the way. They, they felt safe then to go within that environment, that structured environment. It, it cracks me up because, I don't know if you all have seen in the news the past few weeks, Some state was talking about free-range parenting and allowing parents, you know, like I saw saw like a nine-year-old, the mom let him ride the subway in New York City. Well, we've been to New York twice in the past year to visit our son. We would not be letting a young one ride the subway by themselves. But children need to feel safe and secure. We need that as well in our lives, okay? So so boundaries bring safety and security to our lives. Fourth benefit, boundaries bring peace to my life. Boundaries bring peace to my life. I will tell you, peace is not something that you can buy, but it's something that the whole world is seeking right now. And that's why the world is so medicated, because they don't have peace in their lives, And we can trace that back to having a lack of boundaries in their relationships. See, when you have peace, you're not confused. You know where your ownership begins and where it ends, what you're responsible for, and you can maintain those areas. Psalm uh, 147, 14, I'm just going to quote it to you. This is a promise we have from the Lord. He grants peace to your borders And satisfies you with the finest of wheat. I love that. It just brings peace to my life. He's going to grant peace to the borders that I place around my life. He brings peace there. And the fifth boundary, fifth benefit of a boundary, boundaries help us define what is not our responsibility. What is not our responsibility. See, what is not within our property We are not responsible for. This includes other people. See, when your children are young, this is, I told you, it's really difficult as a parent to to discern where that healthy line is. When your children are young, when they're born, babies are completely relying on you, right? I see Stormy and John's baby over here. She needs them to to feed her. She needs them to change her. She needs them to watch out for her. But as children grow, what do we do? We start, we need to start releasing responsibility to them. And when they get to be two and three and four, they can start doing things and taking responsibility. Now, I'm not telling you to put them on the subway in New York City. But they can start helping you set the table. They can go get their dirty clothes and pick them up off the floor of their room. And what your goal is as a parent is as your children grow, you start releasing. You start releasing more and more responsibility. So you know why? So when they get to be 18 and they can move out, they can go to college, then they're going to know how to do their own laundry. Wow. They're going to know how to cook something so they don't have to eat out every meal. They're going to know how to manage their money. We've got to put these life skills in them and start having boundaries. Another movie I thought of when I was writing this down was, it's called Failure to Launch, and it's about a guy who's like 37 And his mom still does his laundry, folds it, lays it on his bed, cooks all his meals, and then they wonder why he doesn't want to leave home. Okay, they need some healthy boundaries. My responsibility has ended. When our kids got to be in high school, guess what? You're going to learn to do your own laundry. You're going to learn to do these things. Now, when they make mistakes, the good thing when they're still in your home, you can rein them back in a little bit, have a teaching moment, okay? That's why you don't want them to just throw them out to the world and say, okay, now you figure it all out. Part of a job of parents is to help children begin to take responsibility for their lives. Let's look at the book of Galatians. This is a concept. So I've talked about healthy boundaries with people and how we love them, but there's got to be that point where your love doesn't enable them. So here's something as you're turning to Galatians chapter 6. Write this down. We are responsible to others and for ourselves. And I'm going to have to show you the difference here. We're responsible to others and for ourselves. Galatians chapter 6. This is going to bring some clarity to this area. Galatians chapter 6. Verse 2 says, share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. That's very clear, okay? This verse shows our responsibility to one another to share each other's burdens, okay? Many times. Others have burdens too big for them to carry. It breaks my heart, some of the burdens that I see people carrying. It's too heavy of a load for them to carry alone. See, when we help people in this way, sharing their burdens, it's showing the love of Christ. We are doing exactly what Jesus did for us, whether they deserve it or they don't we're sharing their burdens and we're helping them and that is a good thing that is being responsible to others but if you go on and read in galatians 6 let's look at verse 5 it says for we are it says this is from the NIV i liked how it the put it the N, the new living said we are each responsible for our own conduct the NIV says for each one should carry their own load interesting so we're to share each other's burdens okay but so that's our responsibility to people but we're also responsible for ourselves and that is carrying the responsibilities that God has given to me okay everyone has responsibilities that only you can carry God has given them to you. These are things, this is our own load that we're supposed to carry. It's our daily responsibilities that we need to do. No one can do these things for us and still be in a healthy relationship, okay? We have to take ownership of certain aspects of life that are our own load. The Greek words for burden and load... This is really cool from these scriptures. If you go back to the Greek where these were written, it's going to give us some insight into this. The Greek word for burden means excess burdens or burdens that are so heavy that they weigh us down. Imagine these burdens like a boulder. This boulder, it's so big. That I can't carry it myself. I'm struggling even just to move it. Just to try to move this. This We are to share in those burdens with people. They could, Those burdens can crush us. And we shouldn't be expected to carry them by ourselves. It would break us. Okay? We need help with the boulders. We need help with the boulders. And a lot of times, this is times of crisis and times of tragedy in our lives. When someone has something happen that's too big for them to carry, a death, Um, I will tell you all, the Rydells had a fire in their home last week, and we're gonna pray for, we wanna pray for y'all at the end. That's a burden that we need to help them with. Those are things too big for us to carry. Sometimes, many of you have been through. Trauma in your childhood, and you're just trying to stuff it down and stuff it down and carry that weight around yourself, it's too big. You need to get help for that. And those are the burdens that we share with one another. See, we are, but um, in contrast, so the other one, remember the scripture, we're to carry our own load. The Greek word for load means cargo or the burden of daily toil. This word describes the everyday things that we all need to do. Instead of being like a big boulder, imagine it like a backpack. You grab your backpack, you put it on your shoulder, and you go. You don't stand there. These kids that go to school, they don't sit there and, oh, I wish someone would carry my backpack for me to my next class. They're going to be standing there all day. Pick up your backpack. That's your responsibility, and you take it with you. That's your daily responsibility. That's our load that we're responsible for ourselves, okay? We are expected to deal with our own feelings. That's a big one. Attitudes, that's a really big one. And behaviors, as well as the responsibilities God has given to each one of us, even though it takes effort. How many of you know, it's a big job just to take care of me, just to take care of yourself. In our Bible study group a few weeks ago, we were talking about sometimes we're all, you know, they, if they would just do this, if my husband would do this, or my kids, or my job, we're always at Worry about yourself. Who are you worrying about? Worry about yourself. That's our responsibility. What load do we have to take on for ourselves? Sometimes we get that mixed up and we're like, no, you're supposed to come and do this. That's a boundary line. If your children, if your boss is putting too much on you, they're responsible. Now, it gets a little little harder when it's a work environment because you're being paid. But children, parents, siblings, okay, friends, know where that boundary line is. Where does my responsibility end and theirs begins? See, when I was a teacher, because you know some people, they think everything is crisis and, and trauma, right? On the daily. When I was a teacher, I had a sign in my room and it said, Your lack of planning does not constitute an emergency on my part. Because I would have so many kids who would come in and, well, I didn't get my homework done because of this. And then when it came time for the project that was due that they'd had three weeks, they're like, well, I was sick last night. Well, what would you do the other three weeks? So we have to know not everything is a crisis for people. Where is that lo- that boundary line of helping people carry their burdens? Okay? Problems arise. We're almost done. Problems arise when people act as if their boulders are daily loads and refuse help. You know some people like that. They're the stuffers. They're the martyrs. I've, I'm doing this all by myself. We shouldn't do that. We've got to turn to Christ, and that's what a community of believers is for, is to help carry those heavy burdens that are too heavy for us. But, okay, and they refuse help, or we have the people who act as if their daily loads are boulders that they shouldn't have to carry. They want everybody else to take on their problems. The results of these two things, if you're trying to carry your boulder yourself, you're going to be in perpetual pain. Pain's just going to follow you around, you're going to go around this same mountain, because you can't carry it yourself. And if we are trying to carry other people's backpacks and take their responsibility that they should be taking, they're going to just keep going around irresponsibility. They're going to be irresponsible, and you're going to wonder, why don't they grow up? Why don't they do this? What are you doing? Are you a part of that because you're taking on the load that they should be carrying themselves? So this is why. This I'm going to end right here. It's why it's so important to determine... Where my boundary of responsibility begins and ends and where the next person's is. Thank you for listening today. For more information, please visit FaithChurchLubbock.com.